Yo, what's going on, you guys? And welcome back to the Anime Plus podcast. I'm your boy, Ari, and I'm with my guy, Owen. Owen, say what's up. Hey, what's going on, guys? So as you guys probably guessed from the title of this video, we are doing a pod on Heavenly Delusion. So this is the, an anime that I didn't really know about. We talked about it a little bit during our What We'll Be Watching podcast episode. And honestly, we completely glossed over this. We didn't even give it a shot. Um, I'll be honest, we read the synopsis and it looked kind of dry. And it does definitely does not do justice to how good this anime is so far. Only two episodes in, but yeah, it's, it's been really good. Um, quick shout out to the Discord member that put us on. His name is Sri. So shout out to Sri for putting us on. And I guess this is a perfect time to plug in our Discord. So make sure you guys go to the link in our description and join our Discord. We have a nice community starting over there. And yeah, we'd like you guys to be part of it. And maybe you guys can put us on to some good anime too. So anyways, Owen, let's let's start this off. Give me your first impressions about Heavenly Delusion. What do you think of it? Okay, first out, yo, shout out to do it again on uh the one on the Discord. Because this show is actually crazy. Honestly, to start it all off, it's an anime that doesn't feel like an anime to begin with, right? It doesn't it feels like a regular show to me. It feels like a show that I would see on like like CW or something, not something like I would see on in anime in general. But there are similarities between like movies that I do want to get into later on for sure. But I'm gonna give it like there's a couple sections that I want to go over, and like probably the first section of this I want to go over is the animations. I will give like a brief um opinion on that. So the animations, right? They're not like flashy, right? Like Demon Slayer. They're not like crazy fight scenes like we've seen in One Piece. But the animations, they make the world building of the show so great. The way they pan into the shots to do like zoom in, zooms, zoom outs, just those type of transition and transitions and animation. It, it kind of makes it feel like it's a movie. Did you feel that when you were watching it? Dude, I felt a hundred percent. Like the cinematic effect is just insane. Like it doesn't feel like an anime episode, but pretty much like what you said. Like it just has that weird feel to it. And honestly, one of my regrets might be that I didn't watch the whole thing altogether because it um, almost feels like these episodes are like movies in a in a way, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I I kind of regret watching it on my phone, bro. I'm not gonna lie. So, like. I watched it on my phone right before I was going to sleep, but I really just wished I, I took out the time during the day and watched it on like a full screen TV because the animations themselves were just so crispy. Like, I feel like me watching it on the phone kind of messed it up for me. And even though I watched it on the phone, I'm still saying these animations are literally crazy. Obviously not Demon Slayer level, but but it's not. I'm not even comparing it to Demon Slayer because there's no fighting that's happening. We're not getting those type of animations, anyways. Demon Slayer excels in like fighting animations. This, the animations here were like movie animations. Like you know how like movies do cuts. The way movies do cuts. Like I'm not talking about anime movies. I'm talking about like real uh Hollywood movies and whatnot. Like they kind of took that western style of cinematography while they were uh doing the animations but i think out of even all those all the categories i'm gonna talk about i think animations at the lower end of the spectrum 
the plot it's okay so the next thing i want to go into is the world building and you want to touch upon that first yeah um i think we should start off by reading the synopsis okay okay let's give yeah, it just yeah yeah so do okay. you want to read the synopsis okay i got it within the safety of the walls youths are raised in a nursery style setting by robots while life may appear stale on the surface the children are full of potential and curiosity in many ways it's like a slice of heaven the outside world is hellscaped is almost entirely void of anything mechanical and is now inhabited by bizarre yet powerful supernatural beings okay so this whole like system of the walls it's okay so i'm i'm going to give you like a, an example and this is a reference to maze runner if you guys ever watched maze runner this is maze runner in anime form okay so if you enjoyed maze runner and i'm pretty sure most people who've watched maze runner definitely enjoyed it because I mean, that was just a sick-ass series, to be honest. This is literally the anime version, and it does not disappoint at all. But what do you think about just your general um, introduction to this series? Right. So the, the first thing that I was going to say is, first of all, we didn't even talk about this. Like, we both came in completely blind on each other's opinions. But, um, yeah, the first thing that came to mind, mind was kind of maze runner as well as like a few other series like i thought of the the last of us too because they're you know there's kind of like a like a community within these walls like maybe it's not the same like with the you know i don't know if you watched the last of us but they have like, i actually have not that's not, it's i haven't watched mm-hmm. uh the last of us but guys you know what's funny as hell so after i watched the episode right i kind of was telling a ray about I, I texted him and we both literally said maze runner at the same exact time crazy man literally like this 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 is literally maze runner in anime so like the action you get the action you get the mystery you get you literally get all of that and it's it's like the way they put it like the way they set it up within the first two episodes genuinely crazy right exactly like one thing that i liked about it is there's like two different stories that are going on so kind of getting back to my my point is about the last of us so there is an outside world it is, you know, obviously it's inhabited by they they mentioned in the synopsis like these supernatural beings. It's not exactly that per se. Like um in The Last of Us, obviously they have like zombies or like whatever you want to call it, right? Like undead, whatever. But um in this show, they have that same element of like, you know, something went wrong with humans. Um, I'm trying to not spoil the anime for those of you guys that haven't watched, but obviously something happened to the outside world, right? And then they also have like another community they community that's like confined within walls that's like kind of being controlled by like another entity for example in the last of us it was um fedra i don't remember exactly what it was for maze runner and then obviously in this anime there's like they say robots but it's not exactly robots there's like a director and there's just so much like things that we don't know about it yet and i guess that kind of leads me to my next point like the thing that is successful for these animes and these shows, I think there's like a winning formula and that's starting to become a trend in my opinion. So like, let's take a step back. So it's not just The Last of Us, Maze Runner, but when I was talking to three, he was like, yo, it's kind of like Promised Neverland. And I kind of see it too. Have you watched Promised Neverland? One? I actually haven't yet, but Damn. I was watching a review on the show on the first episode. And the, I forgot who the YouTuber was, 
But mm-hmm. they said it was just like Promised Neverland too. And honestly, if this is like Promised Neverland, I'm definitely watching that dude. Okay, so I'll, I'll be honest with you. Promised Neverland season was extremely fire. The second season they kind of butchered it. I'll be honest, but um, the for the fans or all the people listening out there that kind of know what I'm talking about, you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. But anyways, the, it's the same concept to be about being trapped within a wall and having that curiosity to kind of find out what happens outside the wall. It's the same thing with this series with um Heavenly Delusion. So there's that concept. It's also has similar parallels to like Attack on Titan, where it's like a community that doesn't know anything about the outside world confined in the wall, and there's obviously an outside um outside the wall community. So I feel like that intrigue and that mystique is like such a successful component that is really going on in a bunch of different anime, not just this one. And this one is starting to do it too. But yeah, I think it's really successful nowadays and it might become a trend. I think um, to add on to what you're saying, right? I think we kind of get to see it from both sides, right? So they, it's like, okay, on a, for Attack on Titan, right? We see it from Eren's side. But then we also see it from like the Eldian side or like the I mean, the Marlian side. So it's like they kind of give you like a choice of you who do you want to pick? Who are you rooting for? They give you a choice of who you're rooting for. And I think that kind of gives like people more options per se, like even in this, right? So there's two stories going on. And you know what's crazy? Like they have two stories going on, and it looks like the same exact characters are playing those two stories, which is like Yo, seriously, kind of so mind tricky, fucked right? the shit out of me, bro. It's so bro, It kind of mind fucked the shit out of me, bro. <laughs> like we got the same. Honestly, in the beginning, right when I saw the same face, I'm like, yo, I really thought that it was just like a couple years later this was gonna happen, or like, or like I thought maybe the future was that they already got to heaven and they're showing that, or like it was kind of weird. Right? Like I didn't, I really thought they were the same person, but then. Uh, turns out those two people are actually different and it was intentionally like that but like yeah that part was just way that was that, yeah, that part was super weird to me but I think they do do that where they, they give you an option of where to choose and they like again with that mis- mystery they give you both perspectives but both perspectives have not combined yet into each other so it's like you have mystery from each side and then the way it's going to like formulate within the plot it's they're both going to connect at a point and that point is going to be super crazy right right like um i pulled up like the characters so for those of you guys watching on our youtube you can see like the the, the similarities between kiriko and mimihime and tokyo and maru like they have the same color hair you know the same pretty much the same style hair too for the most part like it's it's so weird it's like the same again the same parallels but like two different perspectives and you know obviously they are two different people because one's within the walls and one is in the outside land so it's like it's so trippy you know what i mean like i i honestly don't know where it's going and for for all we know they could both be evil they could both be good they could both have like an intertwining destiny or they could just completely not meet at all you know what i mean you know what's actually crazy now that I, re- I really think about it? I think I kind of have a theory, even though I didn't really, like maybe the manga is out, I don't even know if there's a manga for this. But a theory that I just had was like, you know how it's Eren and Zeke? Maybe it's like Maru and Tokyo. Or it's like, they're supposed to be brothers, but they don't know they're brothers. And yeah, then- yeah. So so they, um, Maru, who's the dude that's in the outside world, um, 
he said like he doesn't even know why he's supposed to be looking for heaven you know what i mean but he said that he's supposed to be looking for somebody with the same face as him which... yeah there's there's so many mysteries to that honestly like who is the person that's kind of like directing him like it's yeah, just like, so many unanswered random... questions right yeah. why is he listening to this random person and why do they know like that this person has the same face as them and why do they say oh you should go find heaven like you have to go find heaven you know what i mean yeah honestly like because we've watched so many anime i really think that these this is a out of all the anime i've watched this is definitely like top 10 in the first two episodes like as in like these first two episodes were really good like they they kind of they give you enough information to get you intrigued but they also give you enough info they don't give you they don't give you enough where you're questioning so much shit. like there's so much shit i'm questioning that it has me literally at the edge of my chair watching this like it has a bit of the fighting it has a bit of the world building it has a bit of like everything that's why i think that these that the maybe the authors are trying to uh target all aspects uh, of anime and I think this is probably a very good way to do it because we have humor, you know, we have like romance, even though it's very little, we do have romance. We do have fighting again, even though it's very little, we do have fighting. We're huge on mystery. We're huge on world building and we're huge on like, uh, picking a side, I would say. Yeah. Dude, can I, can I point out one thing though about this What's show? Up? Honestly, yeah. man, I feel like it's super unpredictable. And that's what I kind of like. You know, I don't like anime to be completely predictable. With this anime in particular, I have no idea what the hell is going to happen. Um, I can give you a couple examples. Um, they might not be the best examples, but uh, it, it, here's one that really came into my head, right? So yeah. um, I'm trying to do this without spoiling, but let, let's just say this. There's these two characters, right? Um, obviously it's, all right, so I'll just say this, it's not much of a spoiler. So it seems like Mimi Hime, Mimi Hime and, um, I think his name was like Tokyo or something like that. Tokyo. It seems like, you know, they like each one each other, right? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Okay. But then all of a sudden, like in a random scene, in a random part for no reason, we see Mimi Hime send like this one weirdo, psycho, creepy looking kid, um, an explicit like photo of herself you know what i mean yeah was, yeah 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 yeah. honestly that, was... that that threw me off like that was so unpredictable and random you know what i mean like Yo. you would assume that tokyo and mimihime are like you know typical anime sweethearts you know what i mean but that was so random and out of pocket too you know what i mean like that was like Look, what the hell? Well, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say one thing right i'm gonna say one thing right now yeah this might be out of pocket but all i'm gonna say is these hoes ain't loyal bro <laughs> <laughs> my boy bro Tokyo really trying to get that and she's out here trying to make an OnlyFans yo what's going on yo <laughs> yo for real he made all that OnlyFans grind Her yeah, <laughs> yeah she's hustling out there bro dude but you get what I'm saying though it's so random like where did that come from like or yeah, what was the purpose of that like cause they just I, I, I don't know it. if they're gonna build on that I, I honestly don't know if they're gonna build on that I don't know if it was humor. I don't know if it was due to relatability, as in mm -hmm. like um, they know that this happens within schools and whatnot. So they like I don't know. This is how detailed they want to be that they're they're showing people getting new. It's like that's how crazy detailed is gonna get. Dude, that was just straight out of pocket, man. Like, <laughs> why, man? Yeah, honestly, I don't mind, right? But you know, um, 
low key. I don't know if they're gonna build on this. I don't know if they can build on this. I don't yeah, know so, if they, uh, so, author is just a horny bastard or something. But <laughs> oh my god, yeah. So, so one thing that I um that I remember from the first episode was Mimi Hime kind of like predicted something um about like the test happening. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was kind of weird. Uh, yeah. She definitely has some type of power. Yeah. yeah. So so they so so, so we. Spoiler alert for for anyone who hasn't watched it, just skip like a couple seconds. Yo, that's that um power. Like there, there's definitely some power system in this. With, yeah. Like, with there Tokyo is. having his arm, like he, he when he went um when he started combating the the uh, what do you call those creatures? Oh no no that was uh, Maru. But yeah yeah he, yeah, Maru, he violated. Yeah. He violated that creature. Like he was dodging the whips or whatever that was, and just yeah, yo. No, he's like okay. So the the power when he went, he touched the dude. He touched the creature, and his his hand went through the creature, and then it grabbed its heart, and it kind of like yeah. squeezed it. You know what that reminded me of? That kind that that reminded me of of um law using <laughs> fucking Caesar. Oh, just, ha- just having a Caesar's uh, heart in his hand. Like that's the power that uh, Maru had technically with that dude. But Law right. was just doing it <laughs> out of the right. body. <laughs> Bro, I feel bad for that dude Caesar. Dude, now, now that I'm thinking about it, right? There were more powers. So obviously you got Mimi Hime and um like her kind of I don't know, future reading. I don't know what to call it. Like yeah, future site stuff. type thingy. Future site, yeah. <laughs> then then we had uh Maru and whatever the hell he just did. And then remember that one kid? Um I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, Taka, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Dude, yeah, he yeah, yeah. went all the way on top of that like weird pole and then he fell down and nothing happened. Yeah, even like, when he, he jumped from like the second floor, he did like a flip and he landed and he was all good to go. This guy is some weird like superhuman type. I don't know, he right. has like some Sanji type body. Like, you know, I, actually, right. no spoilers for the One Piece thing, but <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Dude, He's a very it's... terrible. He has a very durable body or something. I don't know what's wrong yeah, with these yeah. kids. I think right. there's something wrong with the kids. Either there's something wrong with the kids, or they are doing something to the kids that are making them that much crazy. Right. So you you didn't watch Promise in Neverland, so I can't really um go too much detail with you. But uh let me just put it this way without spoiling yeah. Promise Neverland too. Um obviously there was like a hidden agenda by the like the people that were running. Um so like the director, for example, right? Yeah. Like there's a hidden agenda. Like they're doing something to these kids by testing them, by doing certain things, right? To kind of get their attention and you know, just kind of I don't know what they're training them to be, or if they're making them weapons or they're making them, you know, like soldiers or what the hell that's going on. You know what I mean? But there's obviously something that's going on in the background that we don't know yet and we don't have enough detail. Um kind of similar, yeah, kind of similar to Promise Neverland, which again I'm not gonna spoil. Even Maze Runner had the same like kind of plot right. where where it was the same thing with there was this director old lady weird ass like creepy ass vibes like this is the same mm-hmm. shit where like oh we'll tell them the truth but you're not really telling them the truth you're just telling like you're telling them the truth but it's like an obvious truth type. just like they already know about that part they're obviously not gonna tell you what's really going on they're like mm-hmm. they're like fake trust like they uh they're like very manipulative with the Tokyo, Mimihime, you know, all these, all the people in that heaven, they're yeah. obviously, something is going on within heaven, firstly. Secondly, why is there only kids there, from what I've seen? Right. And third, like, 
she's she just looks mad creepy and she's up to some shit. That's right. for a fact. She's up to some shit. So, like, yeah, if it, Aaron just zoomed in, like, she looks mad creepy, bro. And yeah. she she definitely reminds me of like um the Maze Runner like director, and I think um yeah def- they had some shit going on in Maze Runner they definitely having some shit going on over here, but we need to know what it is and it's all gonna co- it's once we find that connecting point where it's like Mar- Maru and Tokyo and this whole thing like like I think this season the way it's gonna go is they're gonna get to heaven. But they're mm-hmm. gonna see what how fucked up heaven is actually, yeah. and then the next season is gonna be like, yo, infiltrate or something, whatever. But Dude. I think this is this is just like Maze Runner one, where it's like they they kind of are gonna find out that there's a different entity, as in like a higher power than them, and then uh, like you know figure out how to a way to like kind of take it down or overrun it because. Even in Maze Runner, it's like the kids were special. The kids were kind of, you know, some of the kids were special, at least. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, another concept of this is, like, the big brother feel where it's, like, those kids are being constantly monitored as if, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're yeah, less like, like, he couldn't even get the ball from the from the, uh, from the the hallway. He had to literally right. ask the robot, the AI, to, like, kind of ask permission to get the ball. Right. And in his head, he was kind of thinking, like, yeah, what's behind the wall? But if he said that, he would have been clipped. Like yeah, he had to keep right. that pretty pretty low key. He had to keep that low key, but um, it's like they're being monitored twenty four seven. So we're mm-hmm. we're gonna have to see how they get out of this place. Like it kind of you know what it reminds me of. Also, it's like uh, Hunger Games in the aspect of they're in that little dome, and yeah. they need to figure a way out. Well, Hunger yeah. Games you don't need to, but they're gonna they're going to figure a way out of this dome. It's enclosed space. And right. it's like, what caused the the world to... It, it also, I know I'm like relating this to a lot of different anime, but it does kind of relate to Dr. Stone in the way where not every, no, nobody's stone, but the whole world is being, you know, revived from scratch again. Yeah, and, dude. So, so that really gives me, sorry to cut you off, but that gives yeah, me no like the, last, the last of us vibes. So like, I know you haven't watched it, but Again, the outside world, there there are human beings living in there as the same thing that, you know, this anime had as well, where they called it bandits, but in The Last of Us, it was um, raiders. And those raiders will, like, mug you. They'll take everything that you have, and they'll probably kill you, too. It was kind of the same thing that the bandits did in this anime. And then in The Last of Us, like, there was, like, small communities that were controlled by the people. Um, obviously, they weren't as, like, perfect as, as the one in this anime, like Tomato Heaven, for example. But it's the same concept. Like you've got people living like outside the walls. You know what I mean? Like they're either living as like lawless people or they're living within like a civilized community, which is I feel like it's one of the funnest things to watch. Like, you know, obviously this would never happen or hopefully we would hope that it never happened like a post-apocalyptic thing. But it's kind of cool hopefully. just to see. Yeah, no, it's, it's just kind of cool to see like how how everyone would react. And I feel like there's going to be people that say fuck the rules and become bandits or raiders or whatever the hell you want to call it and then people that find like a community and just kind of build on it so i thought that was pretty cool to kind of see um i think they were in tokyo kind of yeah. just see tokyo getting <clears throat> fucked up and it's like full of water and the buildings are destroyed it was very last of us vibes i don't like okay so i think that they only yeah they only have a choice 
choice to become um what do you call it they only have a choice we don't actually even know what happened like we don't know if people how many people are even alive we don't know if people died we don't know if we don't know what the situation is in terms of like how many people are still alive but we do know that yeah there are bandits and i think that it's separated into two groups i think it's just kids that are being manipulated and we have the dumbass bandits and then we have like the the Maru and Kikuru type people, three people. Like we have the lawless bandits that are kind of you know up to bullshit, up to like you know living life, you know like just like the people that are you know farming and getting high at night. You know they're just you know living yeah, life as much as they can. Just, yeah, literally just to survive. They're chilling, and I mean I can see why, I can definitely see why people would do that. You know they don't know what what's going on, and this is the best way to sustain themselves. They might as well just enjoy life while they're you know um just living and then we have the people that are controlling it right and then we have the people that are trying to find out what is going on so we have like the adventurers we have the manipulators and then we have the people the bystanders are just trying to live i think that's those are the three categories that we have right right. four characters right now but i think the most like the most uh crazy is gonna be once we find out what the fuck is actually going on because there's so many questions i have so many questions like this is just the beginning but bro like guys this anime is definitely one for the books and it just started so this is the best time to catch up literally you can watch two episodes tonight watch them this week by the time the next one comes out you'll literally be caught up so i think this is the best time to get in yeah man 100 percent. like two episodes kind of binge it watch it like a movie like we said is that had that cinematic feel but anyways um uh let me ask you a quick question though what's so, up so we it's so it's gonna be in the title of this episode i know you don't know it I mean, i'm gonna name it something like you know the winning formula or something like that okay. i want to know what your opinions on this formula where it's like there's like a wall and people don't really know the outside life and obviously they feel like they're living in either heaven or they feel safe but the outside okay. wall is like the outside world is just kind of corrupt or dangerous or filled with like undead or whatever the case may be. What do you think of this formula? Okay, I think okay, we kind of t- uh, touched upon this topic um a bit ago, but I do think this winning formula is mostly about cliffhangers and about mystery. Okay, and let me explain why. So honestly. Most anime nowadays, especially Shonen, right? Okay. So I think Shonen had an era. So the 2000 era of like Naruto, One Piece, Bleach. I think that was primarily led by Shonen. And I think people are, this is just a theory. It's not, you know, statistics or anything. But I think people are kind of, first of all, a lot more people are getting into anime, right? So anime is not just, oh, just exaggerated fighting now. I don't think that's that's anime anymore. I think anime has evolved into something a lot bigger. And I think people, especially after Attack on Titan, people have geared towards um, storyline a lot more than even animation. And I think before, the storyline for anime just used to be simple. He used to go, there was a kid, he is trying to become the best at whatever. He becomes the best at whatever throughout the journey. And he accomplishes all his goals, right? I think that was the basic plot of 2000s to 2015 anime, right? And now we're getting to a point where, like, 
I think I think Attack on Titan was kind of the turning point for this, where people have realized that, I mean, authors and um, probably the analytical people have realized that people love stories of whole nations or like not just one person doing everything. And I'm getting this from also from like Game of Thrones because it's not like okay, so we have one person, right? We have Jon Snow, we have we have Daenerys, but what they do is they make you pick a side, but they make each side like kind of favorable. They don't let they don't um make one side evil. Like before it was like evil, good versus evil, always, right? Now it's kind of like who's evil, who's not, you pick your side. We're going to give you a couple of options. We're also going to add in a bit of romance. We're going to add in a slice of fighting. We're going to give great animation. And we're going to put that all together. We're going to take aspects of um, all the aspects, all the great aspects of uh, anime and put it all into one and put a huge twist of mystery on it. I think the, I think the cliffhangers and the mystery are the are like the biggest component because and i think that's i'm not gonna be yeah obviously y'all know that i love one piece but be, the reason i love one piece is because of the way you cannot predict what happens and we still don't know what's going on that type of lore lore we just don't get anywhere and i think um i think this anime does it to a different level and i think that's the new winning formula what do you think about that now, honestly, I agree with you. I think it could be one or two things. One is obviously we were younger when we first started watching anime and our world was mostly occupied by like shonen. So like Dragon Ball Z and, you know, Naruto and whatnot, for example. And there were these, you know, these different type of animes out there, but we just weren't really exposed to it. And then two, yeah. which is the 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 audience really just grew with anime. And as we grew older, um. I feel like most people in the U.S., that's where we're based out of, where, you know, we were introduced with the Naruto's and Dragon Balls, you know what I mean? And as we got older, like, we were introduced through, like, Cartoon Network for most people, like, Toonami, you know what I mean? And anyways, as we grew older, like, our tastes have kind of changed. We're not, we're kind of tired of the old, same old, you know, cliche. You know, some of us still like, like it, like, we like my hair a little bit, we like, you know, Black Clover, it has similar elements. But then, at the same time, you know, our our taste has kind of changed you know what i mean like we want to see a little bit more darker things we want to see a little bit more intellectual like concepts and things that we have to think more of you know what i mean like pretty much all the same things that you were saying so like a lot of these enemies are kind of appealing to us more and as our generation gets older more and more content and more and more anime and manga that are kind of catering to our needs as as this generation goes like are starting to come out because that's what's popular nowadays it's just my working theory um obviously there's no rhyme or reason behind it i'm just kind of bullshitting and kind of just going with what, what i feel like is is the case but yeah man i i totally agree with you yeah definitely i mean i mean obviously there's no set reason of how, what the we don't even know what the actual formula is we don't know if that's actually even a thing right but this is the again guys this is our theories if you think they sound sound, I I, I don't know. I, I really do think theories do sound sound. I think to add on to what I was saying before about the predictability part. So when I watched Naruto, I am not lying at all when I say, especially the first Naruto, like the Naruto when he was a kid, 
I would literally say, I'll literally predict the whole Naruto while I was watching it. Like, I'll be like, yo, he's about to do this. Next episode, this is going to happen. And like, I was watching it with my cousin. And I kid you not, I would tell my cousin, yo, this is what's going to happen. And the same shit would happen. You know, it was mad predictable. So I think that, um, I think the predictability part is what gets people the most. But also, like, I think, I think anime is just so much more, let's, I want to say in a more comfortable spot now. So before, right, it wasn't very comfortable in the U.S., right, to, for anime. And I think that's why everything was just so over the top, over, like, it was very Japanese, like, like, uh, traditional, you know, going, like, they, they kind of made it, like, um, I don't know how to, like, explain it. It's like, very upbeat. Now it's not as upbeat. It's more relaxed and chill. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I, I totally get it. Anyways. Um... Like before, like, Naruto was like, always like, yo, mine didn't know this. We got fucking Luffy going like, yo, I'm going to become the, the king of the pirates. Like every two seconds. Like it's always like the hype. We got the Kamehameha screaming. I yeah, just think yeah. that before, right? Everything mm-hmm. was more intense. I think animes have at a more comfortable spot here now right right those are those are like typical those are like typical shonen concepts you know what i mean like kind of saying out your dream and whatnot and th- those are like shonen concepts you know what i mean like we're not going to get that from a lot of different enemies that are starting to okay. come out now gotcha. you know what i mean yeah okay so so it goes with the theory of they started off with shonen and now they're getting all the other type of um genres within anime yeah I, I think they're just becoming a lot more popular you know what i mean like yep. but yeah all right, Owen, I think that's been enough for this episode of Anime Plus. Honestly, man, I, I'm looking forward to Heavenly Delusion to see where this the direction of the story goes. I think that the unpredictability, as long as as well as like, you know, the animation and this the story in general, I think it's gonna be a fun one, man. What what do you think, real quick? Okay. So, guys, whoever first thing again, I'm gonna reiterate this. If you like Maze Runner, you're definitely gonna like this anime, firstly. Secondly, like, you know, I'm a huge, you know, shonen type of guy, but this is peak. Like, this is very good. This is, like, um, has so much, like, I love plot. And if, if anyone loves plot more than animation, even animation, I'm not, the animation is crazy as shit, too. But if you love plot, this, is, this one's for you. And I honestly think this is going to be one of the best ones in the season, in this um, um, spring season, for sure. And I can't wait for what it brings, honestly. Swag. All right. With that being said, that's going to be it for this episode of Anime Plus. Make sure you guys check out our bio. Join our Discord. Again, shout out to Sri for putting us on this anime. You know, he told me that the manga is has slightly more detail. But, like, ignorance is bliss, man. Not even knowing what happens in the manga and just kind of going in blind to this anime, I feel satisfied. So I'm, I'm going to keep it at that. But, yeah. Again, shout out to Sri. Make sure you guys join our Discord as well so you guys can be part of our community. All our links to pretty much everything, all our socials are going to be in the description, as you guys can see over here. Um, Legit everything from our YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, our Discord, and our website is coming pretty soon. And yeah, all all our podcast episodes are going to be on that website, as well as any stream platform. That means Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that you guys watch your or listen to your podcast, that is. But yeah, with that being said, peace out, guys, and we'll catch you guys on another another episode of Anime Plus. Peace. Peace out.